1: I know there's a lot riding on it, but it's all psychological. Just got to stay in a positive frame of mind. You are Locked On Dolphin, your daily podcast on the Miami Dolphin. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Happy Friday, Dolphins. What's up? And welcome into the Friday, May the 25th edition of the Locked On Dolphins podcast. I am your host, Travis Wingfield, and I am here to bring you your daily dose of Miami Dolphins football. And on today's show, we are counting down the top 25 Dolphins for the 2018 season, and that is the entirety of the episode. But first, before we get to that, I have to remind you guys, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a rating, leave us a review. Give me a follow on Twitter, at WingfieldNFL. Follow the show at Locked Fins. And of course, check out LockedOnDolphins.com, the written version of this podcast. The top 25 Dolphins for the 2018 season is up live on LockedOnDolphins.com. Went into each player with a paragraph talking about their expectations for the season, how many snaps they should play, all of that fun stuff. So check that out. And of course, the other Locked On Sports family of podcasts like the Locked On Heat podcast and Locked On NFL podcast for all the local and national coverage of your favorite teams. Let's go ahead and kick this bad boy off. That's another Miami Dolphins. So the first thing I want to tell you guys about this list is that it's not talking about who the best guys are going into the season. It's who I'm projecting to have the best season because we all know kind of roughly what we think about the roster right now and obviously there's going to be some discrepancies there some disagreements on who those certain players are but the projection of what's going to happen is not as common and so I want to get into that and kind of give you my expectations for all of these players going into the year and this list was actually pretty tough because you get down to number 25 and you're obviously three guys beyond the 22 starters and as the NFL goes these days obviously you're not going to have Just 22 guys that get snaps. It's a rotation business and a rotation league now. So you have plenty of guys that come in and get reps, whether or not they're starters or backups. And you go down this list for the Dolphins, and I left two pretty decently big names off the list. And it just shows you how much depth is on this roster and how much better this roster is from top to bottom than it has been in the past And I wanted to break the top 25 players down into two different categories. And one was how did they get to Miami? Were they drafted? Were they a free agent? Or were they traded? And then how many years they've been in Miami compared to how many years they've been in the NFL to give you kind of an idea how much longevity some of these guys have. And we all know that we've let a lot of players walk in the past. Lamar Miller, Olivier Vernon, Rashard Matthews, now Jarvis Landry this year. Seems to be a draft, a good player, let them walk. But the numbers will suggest and and they'll prove that the Dolphins have drafted pretty well in recent years. And while some of these guys are recent draft picks, so they're obviously going to be on the roster for a few years, high round draft picks tend to stick around for at least two or three years, no matter how bad they possibly could be. But 15 of the 25 players on this list were drafted by the Dolphins and still on the Dolphins, obviously. Seven of them were free agent acquisitions and three of them were acquired via trade. So a pretty even balance there, especially from the... Trade perspective, three guys on the roster that are three year better players, at least top 25 players, is a pretty good uh, division of labor in terms of how you acquire them. But talking about years of service, now, Players that are in their first year in Miami on this list, seven of them. So you have 28% of the roster is new guys in their first year with Miami. 28% of the top 25 players, I should say. And then seven more guys are in their second year in Miami. So 56% of this roster are guys that have been acquired in the last two years. And I keep on saying on this roster... Top 25 players on my rankings were acquired in the last two years. A couple of guys have been in the league for 11 years, two of them. William Hayes and Josh Sitton on the list. A couple of guys in ten years 9 and years 10, Rashad Jones and Cam Wake. You guys know about them, but a pretty even balance from there. A lot of these guys on this list, they, they don't have a lot of time in Miami, but they do have a lot of time in the NFL. So a good mix of veterans and rookies, a good breakdown. Again, this table's on LockdownDolphins.com. Top 25 Miami Dolphins for the 2018 season. You can check that out right now and get a better version of it than I can relay it to you guys through voice, through a podcast, because it's just better to have it written down. So LockdownDolphins.com, check that out. But let's start with number 25 here. It's a new acquisition to the Dolphins, a new offensive lineman, and actually all five offensive linemen cracked this list for me which is insane to say because of all the bad offensive line play the Dolphins have had over the last decade or so and especially during the Ryan Tannehill era but checking in at number 25 his first year with the Dolphins comes over from the San Francisco 49ers Dan Kilgore of course he signed that extension with the Niners gets traded here less than a month after that good pass protector needs some work in the running game but has developed a very good relationship with Ryan Tannehill as well as his wife and Ryan Tannehill's wife Lauren Tannehill so a good mix there of off-the-field friendship and on-the-field work habits with Dan Kilgore and Ryan Tannehill. The new battery combo, so to speak. to still a baseball term there. Number 24 on the list. Another player that came over last year, his second year with the Dolphins going into 2018. A free agent from the Los Angeles Rams. TJ McDonald is number 24. And what a weird year it's been for McDonald signing the contract. Despite the fact that he was going to be suspended for 8 games, shows up to camp, gets himself a new extension and a new big-time deal, and then less than 6 months later or more than 6 months later, gets his replacement drafted in the first round. So he should see some time in dime packages and potentially as a pseudo linebacker on the defense, but he is the number 24 player on this Dolphins roster at number 23, Jordan Phillips, his fourth year in Miami, drafted in the second round back in the 2015 draft, entering a contract year, a big big year for Jordan, a chance to earn big-time money or even a chance to make less money than he had in his rookie deal. So big year for Jordan Phillips, should be a starter on the defensive line and get plenty of reps and plenty of opportunities to show that those flashes of brilliance are more consistent these days. And then this is probably the first discrepancy people could have in the list. Number 22, fellow defensive tackle. Second year in Miami, drafted in the fifth round in 2017, Devon Godshaw just continued to climb up the depth chart the entire year. Started off buried in the depth chart. Obviously a fifth round rookie, not going to have a lot of looks in terms of getting reps early on. He earns his way up the depth chart throughout camp, throughout preseason, earns himself a starting gig, gets 500 reps. Just such a nice looking player from the fifth round there out of LSU. Player number 21 is another newcomer, first year with the Miami Dolphins, signed as a free agent from the New England Patriots. Of course, Danny Amendola who has started to earn a bit of a reputation as a leader and a guy that's going to bring the juice to practice every day for the Dolphins in his first year with Miami. And you hope that he can develop a chemistry with Ryan Tannehill and kind of become that new security blanket, as it sounds like he might be, because Amendola was that for Tom Brady over in New England. And it sounds like that could be the case here in Miami. And before we take a quick break, number 20 on the list is the first rookie on the list. First of two rookies, I should say. And that, of course, is Mike Gesicki, his first year with the Dolphins. Drafted in the second round this season, the famed Y-ISO position is the perfect fit for Mike Gesicki. Comes in ready-made to play in this offense. Should have an impact right away. A big leaping rebounder has some some potential for rookie of the year if he catches enough touchdowns. So he checks in at number 20 on the 2018 top 25 Miami Dolphins list. We're going to get to picks number 19 through 10 Next on the Lockdown Dolphins podcast here at Wingfield NFL at Lockdown Fins. Is your team
0: eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Lockdown NFL Draft Podcast.
1: Rolling on here on the top 25 list, top 25 Dolphins for 2018. Let's go ahead and recap 25 through 20. Dan Kilgore, TJ McDonald at 24, Jordan Phillips at 23. Number 22 is Devon Godshaw, 21 Danny Amendola, and number 20 Mike Gasecki. We go on to number 19, another offensive lineman checking in here. His second year with the Dolphins, originally signed from the practice squad. Of course, Jesse Davis, the starting right guard. Some people think he's in a competition with Ted Larson for the right guard position. I think he has pretty much locked up that job. He was very impressive down the stretch, both as an athlete and as an anchor in pass protection. He gives you the big-time pass ability with the restless of offensive line being a pass-protecting offensive line. So Jesse Davis, number 19. Number 18, another new addition. First year with the Dolphins traded from the Los Angeles Rams. Robert Quinn, the pass rusher, trying to re Capture some of the magic that he had earlier in his career, a potential defensive player of the year back in the day when he was sacking quarterbacks at a crazy high rate. He checks in at number 18 with a chance to really improve on that just based on his production. He's going to get a chance to play a lot and get a lot of chances for sacks. So, Robert Quinn, number 18. Number 17, Cordrea Tankersley, the second year cornerback, drafted in the third round out of Clemson. Played a lot better and a lot more than I thought he would as a rookie. Shows a really good penchant for being able to play both zone and man coverage. Can Really peel off of his zone and, and get into another guy's zone and, and make plays in the football. And it's kind of fun to watch him do that. So, Cordray Tinker's are number 17. Number 16, this one's going to get some feedback, some pushback. Jakeem Grant. Number sixteen most important player or best player on the Dolphins roster once the season is over. Remember, this is what they're gonna, what you're gonna think about these guys come next January. So I just look at him and the explosive ability. He has that rare start stop ability, that rare acceleration, and he's a good route runner too. He can get open, he can get free, super efficient. Once he got more reps down the stretch, he really made an impact on football games. So he's gonna have a nice little year for the Dolphins in a. I guess, specialist type of role as a wide receiver, running some of those jet sweeps, end arounds, fly sweeps, going deep, running the screen game. Whatever you want to do with Jakeem Grant, you can do it. Number 15, a guy coming back off of an injury. Last year was his first year with the Dolphins, a free agent from the Los Angeles Rams, or I should say traded, so I have my numbers wrong. Actually, it's going to be six free agents and four trades because William Hayes was traded for, and I just corrected myself on that on the podcast here, so good for me. But the running game really fell apart when he went down. Just wasn't the same without him. Those last nine games of the year, he was really, really good in the first seven games, setting the edge, just really getting after it, getting into the backfield, causing penetration. So he's number 15 on the 2018 Dolphins top 25 list. Number 14, Josh Sitton, the new offensive guard from Chicago. And this might be a little bit low for some of you guys. I just, you know, he got cut from the Bears for a reason. They didn't want to pay that salary. And they went out and drafted an offensive lineman pretty high too. So it's not like they were good at the position, they just thought they could move on. So I think he comes in here and offers some good veteran leadership. He offers more for Laramie Tunzel on the left side of the offensive line. And I really think he's going to have a big impact on the interior, just not as big as everyone expects him to have. Number 13, another offensive lineman. I'm putting Jawan James over Josh Sitton. His arrow is up. Josh Sitton's arrow is down as a player. He has that fifth-year option. He knows that if he has a big year this year, he is going to absolutely cash in next year on the free agent market, and I imagine that will not happen in Miami. So he's playing for a big, big payday, and if he can stay healthy, he's definitely going to get it. Number 12, Albert Wilson, first-year wide receiver in Miami, his fifth year in the NFL, coming over from Kansas City. He broke one less tackle than Jarvis Landry, and doing so with 99 fewer pass targets on the offense. A Swiss Army Knife can do everything. He's mentally sound. He's very speedy. He can play everywhere on the field. Going to be a fun guy to watch for this offense in 2018 and then number 11 Zavian Howard the cornerback third year corner out of Baylor an impressive late run down the stretch last season got him up to this level he was kind of struggling before that admitted as much during his press conference today as I record this on Thursday night admitted that he hasn't had a good career so far but he feels like he's come a long way in the way he prepares for the game so he checks in at number 11 and then Raquan McMillan number 10 the second year linebacker that hasn't played a snap I'm putting him up here based on all the hype we're hearing. I'm buying it, guys. I'm, I'm truly buying the hype on Raekwon McMillan. He has been so impressive the way he speaks, the way these guys talk about him, the way they talk about his leadership, and getting guys lined up in the right spots. And being a Mike linebacker who's already directing, the call, directing all the shots and the calls from his position is very, very impressive. So he's number 10. Number 9 comes Kenyon Drake, the running back. And this is probably low for him for some of you guys too. I just put him down here because I don't think this team's going to run the ball all that successfully. And when they do, it's going to be because Kenny Drake is so awesome at making guys miss in the backfield, at picking up yards after contact, at running away from tackles and making huge plays down the field. And of course, his addition to the passing game too, I think is going to be a big, big added value to this team in 2018. Number eight, and this is a one that's probably going to get a bunch of pushback as well. I'm going with Laramie Tunzel. I think he's going to break out this year and have the best year of his career. His 12 penalties was what killed his grade in 2017. He actually wasn't too bad in pass protection. Can do a little better in the run blocking game. I think that he can get things fixed up and like I said having Josh sitting next to him should help a lot in terms of dealing with some of those stunts and those twists that have just been killing the Dolphins offensive line for years now. Number seven is second year pro. Another one that's probably going to get some pushback from you guys. Charles Harris, the defensive end. I think he showed so much in limited reps last year as a pass rusher. He had a lot of good pressure, just didn't get home on the sacks like you'd like to see him do. That tends to correct itself in year two as they get a little bit better you can shave off a couple of tenths of second off of your time from pass rush stance to the quarterback in those pass rushing situations so i think charles harris has a chance to have a really really big year and possibly even fight for a pro bowl berth out there as well number six the wide receiver the final wide receiver checking in here the fourth wide receiver of the five checking in kenny stills his fourth year in miami Took a little bit of dip in production last year with Jay Cutler playing quarterback. I expect him to get back to the numbers he had and probably even beyond that in 2016 with the touchdowns for sure and then yardage definitely more than that too. He's just such a good team player, a good human being. I love the way he clears out guys, clears up passing lanes with some of the routes he runs. Every route he runs looks the same and he is just a complete dynamo down the field in the vertical passing game. So he's number six and we have five more players to get to, a couple of guys you haven't heard the names of. I'm sure you're all thinking about who the five are in your head right now. We'll recap the list and then finish up with the top five Dolphins for the 2018 season. Here next on the Locked On Dolphins podcast at Wingfield NFL at Locked Fins. And just to recap again before we get to the top five players for the 2018 season for the Miami Dolphins, number 25, Dan Kilgore, 24, TJ McDonald, Jordan Phillips, Devon Godshaw, Danny Amendola, and Mike Gusecki round out 25 through 20. Number 19, Jesse Davis, 18, Robert Quinn, Cordrea Tankersley is number 17, Jakeem Grant is number 16, at number 15, William Hayes coming back off the injury, number 14, Josh Sitton, first year with the Dolphins, number 13, Jawan James, and number 12, new wide receiver, Albert Wilson, number 11, Xavier Howard, number 10, getting in the top 10 here, Raekwon McMillan, number 9, Kenyon Drake, Larry Tunzel is number 8, Charles Harris is number 7, and then number 6 is Kenny Stills. And that brings us into the top five. Going to be a lot of disagreements on this list. I understand that already. But like I said, I'm projecting and trying to go off what I think is going to happen in 2018. Number five is a guy in a contract year, but I don't expect him to get to the market or even get to the season without a deal. I really, really hope they lock him up. He is the fiery nickelback that loves to play the run, loves to challenge the ball, the catch point. Talking, of course, about slot corner. Bobby McCain in his fourth year with the Dolphins and like I said hope he gets a new contract going into the season so he doesn't have to worry about that playing out the string and losing another value valuable and talented player in Miami. Number four I put a rookie here you guys know who it is I am expecting such big things out of Minka Fitzpatrick and it shouldn't be a surprise to anybody that he was doing the exact same stuff in OTAs that he did at Alabama hovering around the Dolphins coaching staff and just trying to get as much as he can and as much as he can out of the reps that he gets, he does not waste any time, whether it's in the practice field, in the film room, whatever he's doing, he's trying to make himself better. He did that all weekend at OTAs. and I just cannot wait to see where this guy goes. I think he's going to free up Rashad Jones. I think he's going to play every single snap and take the football away. And of course, fix some of these third down and long woes they have. And speaking of Rashad Jones, he checks in at number three. He is still an elite run defender. Some of his coverage... Stats haven't been as good the last couple of years, but I think he can get that ironed out with Minka Fitzpatrick, giving him more freedom to freelance within the confines of the first 10 to 15 yards of the line of scrimmage. He can play that robber role and get back to catching interceptions and taking them back to the house and putting six points on the board like we'd love to see him do. Number two, you guys are going to kill me for this. I know, that's okay. I was trying to be a little bit different, and, and I'm going off what I believe here too, so I'm not just being different to be different. Number two is Cameron Wake. And I just I know that doubting Cameron Wake is a completely foolish proposition. He is a pass rush extraordinaire, continues to be one of the top guys in terms of pass rush productivity on Pro Football Focus, playing half of the reps, gets his numbers way up there. So very excited to see him continue to do what he's done for a decade for the Miami Dolphins. And then number one, who's the guy that I haven't talked about yet? You guys know who it is. The quarterback, Ryan Tannehill, going to have a huge year. I've been talking about it all year, talked about it all 2017. I think you just add the physical traits that he has, He's refined the mental aspect of the game. We saw that coming along in 2016 before he got hurt. 2017, he got to approach the game from a more mental standpoint. This is the first time in his career he's had the same offensive coordinator for three years in a row with Adam Gaze as a play caller, I should say. And the fact that he just had it taken away from him. Have you ever lost something that you loved and didn't really realize it until you got it back or till it was gone? I just think Ryan Tannehill is going to be out for vengeance this year. And when he plays angry, he plays better. Go back to 2014 when Joe Philbin had that stupid rumor that got out talking about Derek Carr being his quarterback or even 2016 when they were one and four. And basically his career in Miami was on the line and he picked it up to a seven and one, record and all the stats that went along with that and the film that was obviously the most impressive part. So Ryan Tannehill, the number one player for the 2018 Miami Dolphins ahead of Cam Wake, Rashad Jones, Mika Fitzpatrick, and Bobby McCain in the top five. So that's my top 25 list. The two big omissions that everyone's probably going to point to are Devontae Parker and Kiko Alonso. And I just can't count on Devontae Parker to play a full season at full health. And add that with the fact that this entire theme of this offseason was going out to get guys that love football, that prioritize football, and have good work habits. Well, Parker has proven the exact opposite through three years. If he can prove me wrong, great. I'm excited about that. I'm just not going to bet on it. And of course, the second player is Kiko Alonso not getting onto the list. I just don't see it anymore. He got beat so bad last year both in coverage and against the run, getting washed out of a lot of plays doing that. And if he was playing injured or playing out of scheme, I got to see him get it fixed before I put him on the list. So Devontae Parker, Kiko Alonso, both left off this list altogether. Obviously there was no Andre Branch, no Vincent Taylor, no Jerome Baker on the list. No Stephon Anthony. That's not that big of a surprise, I suppose. No Frank Gore. No Kalen Ballage. So that's where we are. Top 25 Miami Dolphins. I want to hear your guys' list. Get at me on Twitter, at WingfieldNFL. Check it out on LockedOnDolphins.com to see the roster breakdown. As well as diving into the reasons they were at the spots they were on the list and a little bit more into the expectations for them in 2018. That's going to do for today's podcast. But guys, we have the Big Jeff Darlington podcast dropping on Monday evening on Memorial Day. So basically the Tuesday podcast. Jeff Darlington, a 40-minute interview. We just talked and bullshit the entire time. A couple of fans, a couple of football journalists getting after it. So very, very, very good conversation with him. Let's go ahead and play that promo one more time for you guys.
0: You want to get down and dirty? I guarantee you that if... Tom Brady were to retire uh, in two years and the Dolphins decided they were done with Tannehill and the Patriots couldn't find like the, the guy in the draft that they wanted, Bill Belichick would go after him in a heartbeat.
1: So that interview is going to drop on Monday on Memorial Day, the 29th at 7 o'clock Eastern. Please check that interview out. As for today's episode, that will do it for this edition of the Locked on Dolphins podcast. You guys be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a rating. Leave us a review. Give me a follow on Twitter at Leafle NFL. follow the show at LockedOnFins, and follow our flagship show at LockedOnNFL on Facebook and Twitter. Check out LockedOnDolphins.com. You guys have a terrific weekend, and we'll talk to you on Monday with a Jeff Darlington episode, a Locked On Dolphins podcast, your daily dose for Miami Dolphins football.